Okay, we are doing now the Chumash from Monday of Parshas Balak. So yesterday, we began the portion of this week, and we saw that we have here Bilam, who is the prophet of the non-Jews, that as Rashi told us, God gave the non-Jews as prophet, so they wouldn't say, well, if we had prophets, we would be better. Actually, this prophet reached the barriers of morality that the non-Jews have been following since the Great Flood. So Bilam was requested by Balak to come and curse the Jews. Because Balak, as we said, was appointed king at this time over Moab. And he realized that he needed some special force. He consulted with Midian, who knew Moshe, who knew Moses. And they said his powers in his mouth. He said, okay, I need someone whose powers in their mouth. Because both he saw how they had devastated the whole kingdom of Amori. And he saw how great were their numbers. So putting the two together, he knew Moab was doomed. Of course, he was completely wrong. And the Jews had no intention of starting up with Moab at all. But he didn't know that. So he went and said, how do I defeat this nation? How do I make sure they don't destroy us like they destroyed the Amorim? Let's go and get this great prophet who is so good at cursing others to curse the Jews. And I know that Bilaam is really good at it because he's done it in the past. And he did it actually for Sihon. And he actually cursed Moab and it worked. So I know he can do it and he'll curse the Jews and that's how we will get rid of them. And the messengers had come to Bilaam and Bilaam thought it was a great idea because he actually hated the Jews even more than Balak. Balak just didn't want his kingdom destroyed. Bilaam truly hated them and truly wanted to do whatever he could to destroy them. And God said no. So, continuing what happened, we're up to verse 13 in the first chapter here, chapter 22. Bilaam arose in the morning and said to Balak's dignitaries, go back to your land because God refuses to allow me to go with you. So, Bilaam just said, God does not allow me to go. But he said, with you to imply, well, the problem is you're not good enough. You're not regal enough and royal enough and important enough that someone like me, a messenger of God, should go. But if you send someone better, I could probably go. And why did he say this? Because he didn't want to say the truth. that of course, he was under God's control. And God said no. But Bullock understood what was implied in his message. And therefore... As continues the next verse, Moab's dignitaries got up and came to Balak and said, Bilaam refuses to go with us. Balak persisted and sent dignitaries in greater number and of higher rank than these because Balak understood that Bilaam said the problem is you are not great enough. They came to Bilaam and said to him, the following is a message from Balak, the son of Sipor. Please not refuse to come to me. I will honor you greatly. Whatever you tell me I will do if you would just please come and curse this people for me meaning I'm going to give you much greater honor, Rashi explains, than whatever he had enjoyed in the past. Obviously, you have been honored in the past, but I'm going to give you far more. Bilaam answered and said to Balak's servant, even if Balak would give me silver and gold enough to fill his house, I cannot transgress the word of God my God. Now, why did he say silver and gold enough to fill his house? Because that's really what he wanted. He was incredibly greedy. And he wanted everyone's money. And he thought, he should give me all his silver and gold. 
Because if I don't come, he's going to have to spend lots of money hiring tremendous armies to defeat the Jews, and who knows if he'll be successful. Hey, if he hires me, a one-stop shop here, I'll for sure destroy the Jews. So it's, it's a money savings. He should give me a lot for this. But even if he would give me what I deserve and want, all this gold and silver, I still cannot transgress the word of God. So he was sort of forced to acknowledge that he wasn't a free agent. He had to listen to God. And also there's an illusion here by saying the word of God. The word of God is also, Rashi says, an, a reference to the blessings that our patriarchs received by the word of God. So he's saying in this type of prophecy that even if you take me, even if I'm coming, I can't nullify the blessing that the patriarchs are already blessed by the word of God. Now, you also, please remain here overnight, and I will get to know what more will God tell me. And as we learned before, that God only comes at night. That's why they had to stay overnight. So he says, you also. Now, why also? The Rashi says his mouth is saying the truth that he didn't mean. But just like the first one's left with frustration, it's also going to happen to you. It's going to be a longer journey because I'm going to go with you. But in the end, you're going to be as frustrated and probably more. What is God going to tell me? I don't know what God's going to tell me. He's not going to let my words switch from a blessing to a curse. I hope he doesn't have more blessings. Because that's actually what happened, of course. This is also a prophecy. But in the end, through Bilam, more blessings were added to the Jewish people. The evil became transformed from an evil energy to a level of blessing. God appeared to Bilam that night and said to him, If men have come to call you, arise and go with them. However, Whatever I will say to you, you will do. So, Rosh explains that when God said, if the men have come to call you, meaning if this invitation is for you, and you expect remuneration, you, you want to benefit from this, go! Now, you want to go, go, I'm not going to hold you back. But, in spite of you, whatever I want to say, that's what you're going to do. So, then you could question, so why did Bill go? Obviously, God does not want to curse the Jews. God will only want to bless the Jews. So why is Bill going when God is saying, I'm warning you. I'm only going to let you do what I want. I'm only going to say what I want. Because this is, this is how evil behaves. He's thinking, ah, perhaps I can convince him to agree. Perhaps I'll work around him. Perhaps I'll find a way of smuggling curses he won't even realize. Now, why did God at all let him? Because we say that the way a man wants to go, God allows you to go. So if Bill wants to go this road, of evil, of destruction, God's going to let. Doesn't mean he's going to hurt the Jews, but God will let Bilaam walk his road. 